0: All right, guys. Chapter 21. We are back. Uh, It's a cold December. Wind stung his face as Zek rode alone along the prairie. There had been no change of seasons here. No brilliant colors to signal the coming of fall. No bare trees surrounded by decaying leaves to herald winter. No ice-covered bushes or frozen ponds. The cabbage palms, clumps, and cypress stands looked the same, and the biting wind was the only indication of the dormant season. Zek shivered as he pulled the jacket collar tighter around his neck, and then he put Ishmael into a canter, hurrying along because the days were now shorter, and the sundown would come in two hours. Mile after mile, the brown prairie all looked the same as he headed for Fort Drum and the Christmas frolic. The sun was not brilliant in the summer, and there was a desolate yellow glow across the land. A mid-afternoon twilight made even dimmer, By the overcast gray sky there was no long flights of birds winging their way casually toward the distant fleeing grounds and the cypress stands were flooded with white gray specks as egrets and herons sought refuge from the wind and the cold it was three days before christmas a festive time Zek had never really known emma always prepared or tried to fix something special for christmas dinner baking sweet potato pies covered with wild honey, a turkey if Tobias could find one, and whatever else was available to mark this day special from all the others. But there had been no decorated tree, no exchange of wrapped pre- presents, no frolic or church services. When they lived in the scrub, the only gifts he received were made with Tobias's hands. A shiny china berry shot or a little windmill or a toy carved in the night while he was sleeping for the past three years tobias purchased things at the trading post hiding him in the barn or the loft until christmas morning a bolt of cloth or a bonnet a hunting knife a canteen there was no gathering for a family clan clan with joyous singing several coins jingled in Zek's pocket and he wanted to reach the settlement in time to purchase gifts before attending the frolic For his mother, he wanted lilac water, remembering what she said, that she once smelled like flowers, but no more. And for his father, a pocket watch with a long chain, something he had seen other men wearing. As he drew nearer to Fort Drum, Zek's spirits rose and fell as unpredictably as winter weather, high and soaring one moment downcast the next. Each one took turns occupying his thoughts, and to him each was different. "'as Marchland and Prairie. "'He couldn't picture Tawanda at a Christmas frolic, "'and he couldn't picture Glenda in a cheeky, "'but both were equally fascinating, "'yet so very far apart in totally different worlds. "'Night beat him to the trading post, "'and the glow of coal oil lamps spilled from the buildings. "'Mr. Turner was starting for the door to lock up as Zek entered. "'He said, "'Mr. Turner, hello. "'Looks like I made it just in time. "'I need to buy a few things before you close up.' Sure, Zach, I was just leaving to get ready for the frolic. Lilac water for my mama, if you have any. And I'd like something else that smells good, like flowers. It's for my mom. I've got something better than lilac. It was a scent of peach blossoms. What size bottle you want? The biggest you got. And I want a pocket watch, too, with a chain. (coughs) Is that it? I need to get a little something for skillet and pearly May, And maybe frog. A dozen apples for Ishmael for Christmas would be great, too. Ishmael, who's that? My horse. Oh, that's mighty thoughtful of you. Wouldn't many men spend money on Christmas for a horse? That'll be a total of $12. Zek put money on the counter, picked up the packages, and turned to leave. I'm glad you made it for the frolic, Zek. It ought to be starting just about now. I'll be a bit late, but Glenda's already over there. Zek went outside and put one package in the saddlebag. Ishmael had eaten four apples when the sound of the fiddles drifted. Zek put the remainder of the items in the saddlebag, and then he thought he should have probably purchased something for Glenda. He was dressed in faded jeans, dusty boots, and a denim jacket, and all the other boy were wearing suits, starched with white shirts and string ties. Chairs were lined against the two walls, and the fiddle players were on a raised platform in the rear of the room. Adjacent to the table, covered with a white cloth, had a large punch bowl and glass cups. Glenda was behind the table, her red hair standing out like a flag, She wore a blue dress, decorated with white lace, and a blue ribbon in her hair. When she glanced towards the door and noticed Zek, she waved at him. He stared, seeing her almost as a stranger, but even more beautiful than he remembered. For a moment, Zek hesitated, feeling the urge to walk back to the door and run for Ishmael and retreat to the prairie where he belonged. He had known about Christmas rollocks. He should have purchased suitable clothes somewhere but no one told him it was fancy he had never seen his father in a suit or his mother in a blue dress and then it came to him that they wouldn't know either perhaps they once did but not such a long time ago in the past his embarrassment was his alone no one paid him any of the slightest attention for the way he dressed the black suits in the room were only worn for funerals and weddings a pot belly stove to the left of the door grew ripe and turned red, overheating Zach, and it caused him to move away. He walked to the open floor to the table. One of the ladies in attendance said, Would you like some punch? I'll serve it, Glenda said. She poured a cup. Come around the end of the table. It's really good to see you again. I've thought you've about you often and hoped you'd be here tonight. I came to the store this fall to see you. I know, my daddy told me. I wish I'd been there. I was in Jacksonville, but it's good to be home now. You like it better than here? Not better. There's just a lot of things to do there that we don't have here. They have cafes and little parks and theaters. We go to a cafe in Punta Rosa. They make really good fried chicken and fish. But there's not any here or anything else to do like that. It's just a place to ship cattle to Cuba. We own 150 acres on the Catalucci. And someday I'm going to build a cabin so we won't have to camp out there every time we take cows. That'd be nice. Maybe someday you can take me with you. I'd like to see Punta Rasta. Such a r- lovely name. You'd be so disappointed. It's just a cow town. It wouldn't be nothing like Jacksonville. The music started again. Would you like to dance with me? Well, you know I don't know how. She grabbed her arm, his arm. I'll teach you. Zek pulled away. I'm not dressed, right, Glenda? You can see that. I ought not to be here, much less be on a dance floor. "'Oh, Pooh,' she said. "'You look fine. "'Mother has to practically hogtie Daddy to get him in a suit. "'Well, all right, but if it don't work out, let's quit.' "'Zek tried vainly to imitate the others, "'kicking like they kicked and turning like they turned. "'He was just beginning to get the hang of it "'until they changed partners and slowed down the line. "'Then his boots grew as large and wild as deer horns, "'tripping him up and staggering him sideways.' Glenda continued the dance, and Zack watched from the sidelines. When the music stopped, she came out to him immediately. I'm sorry. I must have looked plum awful out there. No, you didn't. You were doing real good. Better than most people when they first try. I guess dancing ain't my strong suit. Maybe I better stick to horses. You can learn. we will try again in a little while. Would you like more punch? Maybe that would help clear my throat. That scared me out there worse than a pack of wolves. Let's go outside for some fresh air. We can have some punch later. The cold wind struck them as they left the building. Oh, it's cold. Put your arm around me. He put his arm around her waist, and they continued. And then he said, it's going to be bad out there on the prairie tonight. I'll have to build a big fire to stay warm. The prairie? What do you mean? You're not going home this late at night, are you? Yep, as soon as I get back to the hall, I'll go out a ways and make camp, then go out in the morning. Zack, you can't do that. It's too cold, and there's no need for it. You could stay at my house tonight. We have an extra room. Your house? Your daddy would probably take a whip to me if I ever showed up there. He wouldn't either. He wouldn't mind at all. I've told my father and mother how I feel about them. Tell them what? Well, that I love you more than anything. They know about us. I'd like to stay, Glenda. I really would. But I just can't. It just don't seem right. It would if we were promised. Promised? What's that? You know, they go and steady. Promise to each other. How can we go steady with you up in Jacksonville? I won't be up there for other. School ends in May. And if I promise to you, I won't even look at another boy. Will you do it? I guess. I'd like it, but you'll have to tell me what to do. He kissed her hand and said, "Papa needs me to help him with something, and we have to be in kissing me before noon tomorrow." Well, I guess if you have to. You hear? I mean it, Zech My- McIvy, We're promised to me now. I won't forget. I could never forget something like that. A full moon could be fleeting as clouds reads across the sky. Zek galloped to Ishmael during brief moments of light that slow to a walk when darkness rushed back in. He was ten miles out from the settlement when he stopped at a cypress stand and built a fire. He searched himself for a reason, why he lied to it about his father, and why he refused to stay in Fort Jerm with Glenda. Other things also bothered him. His ease with Tawanda and his shyness with Glenda, he wondered if his father had ever been so tormented by girls. He liked Glenda, and he knew this, but it puzzled him why she had chosen him so quickly over boys in Jacksonville, who could make him look like nothing more than the prairie hick he is she was the most beautiful wall he had ever seen, or probably would see, and he should be overjoyed by her kindness. He just couldn't comprehend her choice of him, which made accepting it more difficult. He got up and fed Ishmael an apple. Then he said, i like you best of all, Ishmael. When we go where we want to go, and there's no fuss about what to wear or where we're going to sleep or nothing, maybe I best stick with you and let the rest go. It just ain't worth it, the horse whined and nudged him, wanting another apple. He lay close to the fire and rolled himself in a blanket, shivering. No one was at the house when Emma and Zek rode in. As soon as he entered, she said, I'll bet you haven't eaten anything, anything since you left Fort Drum. Sit at that table and I'll fix you something. Did you have a good time? Yes, Mama, it was real nice. Maybe you and your father, when he gets to feeling better, you can go to the next frolic. Zek toyed with the food. Mama! "'Do you know what it means to be promised?' "'Yes, I know. Your father and I were promised. "'It means you intend to get married some days, "'and you're not supposed to be seeing anyone else. "'I bought you a Christmas gift. You'll like it. Let's see. "'Let me see what it is.' "'Oh, no, you'll have to wait. It's a surprise for Christmas morning.' "'Emma put her arms around him and said, "'I love you, Zach, and I could see why any girl would want you. "'Girls want a man, not some fancy dancer, who couldn't skin a rabbit.' You don't understand this, but girls do, and that's why I chose Tobias. You've got strengths like your father, and that's what girls look for in a mate. Glenda has more sense than you give her credit for. She knows what she's doing. Zach suddenly realized something he should have known all along. There is more to life than survival than frolics or black suits. The Kissimmee and the, all the land and the prairies and swamps between are not Jacksonville with its parks and cafes. It never will be. "'and someone was round up the cows and blaze the trails. "'He was schooled, not in reading and writing, but in survival. "'And this was not something he should be ashamed of. "'His teachers were the best, and he loved them for it. "'He vowed he would never make excuses again "'for himself or anyone, for what he was or who he was. "'He was a McIdy, and he was proud of it. "'He jumped up suddenly and said, "'I think I'll go down to the woods so I can shoot a turkey. "'Then I'll cut us a tree.' I bought a big bundle of ribbon at the store to decorate it. We've never had a Christmas tree, and it's about time we did.